0: Hey guys, thanks for stopping by. Today we've got a special episode for you. It's another draft episode and we're drafting Christmas songs. It's Bubbles. our holiday
1: episode.
0: Adam, you want to take us away?
1: I do. I'd love to take you away. I'd like to whisk you off uh, into a, hey, not, uh, a winter not, wonderland even. Not,
0: well, now hold on. <laughs> we got to see if that even makes the list, Adam. Like,
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's a little preview. It's a little foreshadowing. It's a literary technique. Um, <laughs> so what we're doing today is we've done we've done drafts before. You guys are familiar with our drafts. Um, I'm trying to remember which one we did the chord draft. We did the YouTube draft. draft. Yeah, the one with my dad. Is that all we've done so far? I think yeah. so. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna continue to rip off that amazing podcast, Green Drafts. Please go listen to it. Uh, drop them a review on iTunes. Just something so that when they tweet at me, I can apologize in a very gracious manner. What we're going to do today for our holiday episode is we will be drafting the top 11 Christmas songs of all time as drafted by Seth, me, and Livy. We're doing that just because that's the format we used last time, and we kind of understand how it works. So the way that a draft works is that we will take turns stacking the list. We'll start at 11. We will alternate picking songs, going all the way up to 1 in order to try to competitively create the best 11 Christmas songs of all time. We are not, I mean, the amount that we work together is up to us and how strongly we feel about any of these songs. Uh, the way that it'll work is that one person will select, uh, oh, by the way, let me say Christmas songs. I believe we, we clarified this uh, between ourselves. Let me just make sure we got this straight. We will not be drafting recordings of Christmas songs because then we would be here for decades. There are hundreds of versions (laughs) of almost every Christmas song. So what we're drafting here is the concept of a Christmas song, like the melody and text of a Christmas song as a concept. You could prefer whatever recording you want, but like to use my previous example, if somebody drafts Winter Wonderland, it doesn't matter who sang it or when. You can mention a personal favorite recording, but the idea is we're drafting the concept of Winter Wonderland in every um, variety, in every essence, in every way it's been done. Right? Are we good with that? Right. Yeah. You get the Michael
0: Buble version that's going down on the Hall of Fame, and you get the Ariana Grande version that you want to forget happened. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's true. She's a very talented young woman.
0: <laughs> she is. I also don't know that she sang that song. Oh. <laughs>
1: Um so yeah, we're drafting like the concept of songs. I don't know what that would be, like the the ass cap version or whatever, you know. It's like the
2: standard. Yeah, like, just
1: kind of the, but like, we're not only drafting Christmas standards. It can literally be any song. We're doing Yeah, but
2: I mean like a jazz standard where you have yeah. the melody, you have the harmony, but every version of it's different. But yeah. we're drafting the the sheet music basically. Yes, exactly.
1: That's exactly what I mean. Thank you, Libby. Yeah, um so welcome. yeah, and we're we're talking any era, any style. You know, we're doing you got we got your bings, we got your boobles, we got your bibles. I don't know. I had to make it <laughs> Andy Williams, um, please. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing we're doing hymns, we're doing carols, we're doing the old classics, we're doing modern favorites. Anything is up for grabs on the table. So the way it's going to work is that one person will pick the f- number one on the list, number four, and number seven. No, somebody will pick number two, number five, number eight, number nine. And the third person will pick number three, number six, number ten, and number eleven. Don't try to remember all that. But that's, all that. We'll just that's keep not all. We also have special powers. Thank you, Seth. Um, It is true. To help make this more competitive is we have special powers or abilities or blessings that we will get to utilize over the course of the draft. The key one that everybody has is a veto. If somebody selects a song at a certain position and we disagree with either its placement on the list or its inclusion on the list at all, we can veto it. It gets stricken from that spot uh, and the person who selected it will have to make a new selection. That song is not dead or off the table. It just will have to be decided to be played at a higher position or not at all. So there's some strategy involved with how we use our vetoes. And then finally, uh, so that person who gets the fewer picks, but the top pick, they get two vetoes to help them preserve uh, the the ability to choose their number one pick. Uh, pos- uh, position B, the one that has four picks in the middle, um, the two and the nine spots, uh, they only get one veto because they get a lot of picks and they get like a good rounded middle part of the draft. And the person who's picking the worst picks, the one that their highest one is 3 and their lowest one is 11, they get one veto, and they get one veto override. Uh, We did not use a veto override last time we did this. Veto override is if somebody plays a pick and it gets vetoed, you can say, no, actually that one's going to stay. The other person loses their veto, and you keep on rolling. Does that all make sense? Yes. Do you guys have any questions about the draft? No.
0: No, I I feel as we were talking off mic, Adam. I feel much better this time around about how I've organized, you know, my setup and everything. So I'm feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah, how? Do, what's your relationship with Christmas music, guys? Libby, how do you how do you feel about Christmas music?
2: Oh, this is like my favorite episode that we've ever done. Cause oh, okay, I <laughs> I live for Christmas season, Christmas music the whole thing, and I had an incredibly difficult time ranking these because I would just go through my my current Spotify is just all Christmas music and I'd go through the list I'd be like, oh, that'd be good, that'd be good, that'd be good, that'd be good and then I couldn't figure out the order but
1: I've got it. Alright, but a big fan. Is there any sort of stuff you I mean, don't reveal your strategy here, but is there any sort of stuff you specifically like? You know, kind of what are you drawn to in the Christmas realm?
2: Um, I love the classics Um. And I like the poppy versions, but more like Michael Bublé pop and less of like. like Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Yeah, like yeah. she has her <laughs> moments, but like when like her, you know, like Justin Bieber's done some stuff, like don't like any of that. I would rather listen to like the Bing Crosby version. Ooh, speaking of. of Jay it's Jay all nostalgia, Biebs. I guess.
0: Did you guys see uh, him like say. Hey, guys, thanks for considering me for a pop Grammy, but just yes. kidding. I think I write R&B music.
2: On Instagram, he was like, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, and like I I tried to reason it out of how could this man think that he writes R&B songs?
1: <laughs> That's an and interesting way. People have been asking the Grammys to kind of like redefine and re-legitimize R&B uh, from the way they've been using it. And that's a very interesting strategy. That's sort of a very backwards and roundabout way from what some of the complaints were. <laughs>
0: well, and when what was even funnier was when I f- was scrolling through Twitter and saw something that had like Justin Bieber, R&B, and Grammy in it, I was like, you know what? He's probably being a bigger person and making a political statement and saying, hey, they put me in this category, but I think I should be over here. And it was actually the inverse of that, so I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: Seth, aren't you the one with the deadline here? A hard out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> but you um, know. Seth, same questions about what's your what's your feeling on Christmas music? What's your relationship with it?
0: Um, man, that is a complicated question. If it's so, too intimate
1: I don't we don't have to go there on the show.
0: <laughs> you know, I just I tear up a little bit every time I hear it when I was telling you off mic again that I have ranked these in tears and I meant literal tears, not
1: <laughs> um You see, I was the boy who bought the shoes for his mama.
0: <laughs> I sold my hair to buy somebody else a comb and they <laughs> did the same. <laughs> um uh I really like Christmas time. Uh you know, it's a it's a happy time. We growing up didn't put our Christmas tree up until Christmas day. Um Whoa. but you know, the spirit was there all the time. We just were lazy about the things. Also, you know, we had deers that we would put out front and so did our neighbors and one year our neighbors deers were put in a compromising position by some local hooligans so you know i think sometimes the setting everything up festivities took a a back seat a back burner uh but for whatever reason and i think it's because of how the songs like feel to physically sing them in my like throat, that I like where the register is, would be a better way to say that, I guess. But I end up humming or singing Christmas songs a lot of the year, and then Sarah will yell at me and tell me that it's not Christmas time. So that's my relationship with Christmas.
1: Um, when well, I speak of my own, I'm not like a huge fan of Christmas music. I think that I have a, a difficult time getting into the Christmas spirit, although I do love Christmas and I enjoy when I am feeling the Christmas spirit. I just have a hard time getting there. I don't know why. Uh, so Christmas music, a lot of the time for me, it just feels kind of annoying and sometimes overly sentimental and trite, and that gets on my nerves a lot. But I can assure you there are some that I like, I promise. I do like some Christmas music we'll just have to figure out what it is as we go <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe I will be the cynical outlier here on the draft which would be unfortunate but I don't know um
0: I mean it is funny that just from where we are in the little like hint that I thought I got into Livvy's taste it seems like me and her might agree on most of this and you're yeah. going to be the one that we have to try to like rein in.
2: <laughs> just going to try and play a bunch of U2 and be like it's what I listen to at Christmas.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, if I were going to do that, I just could have just scrolled through like the Sufjan Stevens Christmas albums and I didn't and, I didn't do that.
0: And then number 1 spot. Do they even know it's Christmas by Band Aid?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so yeah, I was gonna. If you guys are in agreement so much, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm not the one. I don't have a lot of writing on this because I don't like most Christmas music. You know, I don't feel as strongly about this as you guys do. So maybe you guys are gonna just work together and be in total agreement, and I'm just gonna have to live with it. But again, like you know, hey, you guys <laughs> but, have stronger opinions on this than me, so it might it might go smooth. Speaking swimmingly. of
0: working together. The way I set my list up this time, I feel like I'm in a better position to work together.
1: So, all right, I have run a random number generator to decide who gets to pick which draft positions they will get. Uh, I ran it according to the uh, to the way we count in at the start of the podcast. Um, so and you so hit it
0: six times.
1: No. <laughs> uh, so out of the three of us, the person who will pick the first draft position is Seth. Oh, look at that the same as last time.
0: you know, it feels weird. Uh, but I think I'm gonna go position C again. Um, the reason I'm doing that, I have a lot of songs that I want on the list, but I'm not going to be too upset if something's ahead or below something and I'm my game plan is to focus on getting my songs on the list, not necessarily where they are. So, position
2: C. I'm so glad you picked that. That was the one spot I did not want.
1: Interesting. Uh, see, I'm already down. working with people, Adam. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> All right, Seth. Good deal. In the random order, I came second, so I get to pick the next spot. Um, Let's see.
0: I feel like we're just using the order from last time.
2: <laughs> no, I got to pick second last time.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick draft position A. Because I really want to mess Uh, things up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. There are a lot of songs that I genuinely do not like at all. Very much. I think they're horrible, and I can't stand listening to them. (laughs) And therefore, I want to have the two vetoes. I want the power to take things off the board. And there's one song that I actually do feel strongly about that I wouldn't mind putting at number one.
0: My hopes for, you know, putting Angels We Have Heard on high at number three is just I it's guess that's not gonna happen with your two vetoes.
1: <laughs> and then a, a third reason is also because I feel like Livy probably feels most strongly about this and denying her the number one spot just feels kinda oh, evil. Oh, I wanted it bad. I know, I wanted it just it bad, feels Adam. kinda evil. So I wanna <laughs> I wanted number what,
2: one and I wanted and I wanted two vetoes. I wanted it bad.
1: Yeah, I just want to cause a little chaos. That's all. I want to be a little stinker
0: clarification on the rules sir <laughs> if we know a hymn in a hymnal that is the same tune as a Christmas song and you vetoed the Christmas song we picked can we just choose the other one that's the same tune
1: are you saying that if <laughs> I veto uh, "O Come All Ye Faithful that you could play We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: is that what your, the plan is yeah uh probably not i don't know well i I think what
0: we agreed was basically we're basing it on like the jazz standard of this is the melody and the chords yeah either it is the song or it isn't the song so that even if you change the lyrics still the song
1: right although i think i think like for the most christmas standards the lyrics are also stay the same mostly as well yeah yeah Um, the only one I can really think of that you're talking about is green sleeves and what child is this? And I would say those are the same. Yeah.
0: Um, sometimes you remember the real name. Sometimes you remember green sleeves.
1: That's fine. (laughs) All right, Seth, you are up. You're going to pick the, uh, 11th best Christmas song of all time.
0: All right. Let me see if anybody has a strong feeling on this one. I'm going to go the Christmas song.
1: All right. Uh, tell us about the Christmas song.
0: um, it's, I mean, first off, I think the melody and the like chord changes and where it goes direction-wise is just fun to listen to because there is a lot of little modulations and different tonal centers that you get to.
1: Has your grandmother also a- been forwarding you uh, that thing that says the Music Theory song on Facebook? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the Christmas song, but all the lyrics have been changed to describe what's happening.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I have seen, uh, is it Komeneki Is the correct pronunciation doing a lot of the um posting like music things that are supposed to be christmassy but are a completely different song and oh yeah yeah yeah. that's been going around
1: he's not the only one doing that either that's that's showing up a lot of places yeah that has made Uh his way to facebook too which means that it must be a dead meme
0: (laughs) yeah um so also anybody who's listening and interested in like who are the theory people that we kind of follow, you can just go check our Twitter and see who we're following. I really just kind of clicked a bunch of the big name music theory uh, Twitter people. So go crazy. But no, the Christmas song, it's one of those that I I would be on board if somebody told me it was overplayed and you didn't want to hear it. But for me, I like the melody, I like the chords, but I also like when I sing along how it feels physically to sing it, like it just kind of hits the right parts of my register and everything. And so this is a song that like I end up finding myself humming or singing in other times during the year just because it feels good to sing it. So, but there's not, you know, a specific like fond memory or something that I have of it, but uh, it was one of my ones that I felt pretty good about. I wanted on the list somewhere.
1: I had this one on my list, pretty low down. Um, my li- my list was not numbered, so I don't know exactly where it was. Um, be kind of as a, you know, I-, I knew there were some I had to compromise on, but I don't I don't dislike the song. It's fine. It's a, li- it's a little. It's a little. It's a little. I don't know. I, I don't want to call everything too sentimental. No, it's nice. I really like Nat King Cole. I know we're not talking specific recordings, but I do really like Nat King Cole, and so it got bumped up a little bit just for that. Um, and last night at our showcase for Groove House, I heard a fantastic arrangement of this for like jazz guitar um, that mm-hmm. was very very enjoyable to listen to. So I have no problem with the Christmas song at number eleven.
0: Well, and you know there were there were a select few songs that I was like I really don't want to hear this song during Christmas, and so. I asked myself, like, would I rather hear this song more than that? And I was like, absolutely.
1: So, yeah. Libby?
2: This was my number two. I have yeah. sort of a fake Whoa. number two. I know. Um, actually, I take it back. This is my number three. I have like okay. a fake number two on there. This doesn't <laughs> really count. But, um,
1: I mean, let's hope you're not just plotting to draw out a veto. That doesn't seem like very sportsman-like. <laughs> I no, mean, it's
2: like a song that it's like speci- it's a specific version, but it like is my personal number two. So I just wrote it on my list anyway. But so not counting that one. this was my number three. Um, I don't know. I just really like it of the like really slow um nostalgic songs, like, because I love the kind of classic nostalgic Christmas tunes, but most of the ones I like aren't very slow. This is definitely my favorite of the slower songs, but, I don't know I just love the melody I think it's just and like the harmony and you know the the tune I just something about it's really nice I think I came to really like it when we played it in jazz band once in high school and I was focused more on the music than on the lyrics and I just really like it so I mean I had it higher but I'm gonna let it be where it is
1: Uh, all right Christmas song stays at number 11 I feel everybody's satisfied that's a good choice Seth you get to go again with number 10 um
0: all right let me pull my list back up. I don't know why I closed my list, but... um I'm
1: done, baby.
2: <laughs> I know.
0: So now the, now the problem I run into is there's three songs that I feel stronger about. And then there's like two that are right below it that I would like on there. But, you know, my strategy was I would like these on the list somewhere. So I'm going to go It's a Holly Jolly Christmas Again, I'm really my picks are things that I want to sing, not necessarily something that I just want to hear, Um, which I guess is unfortunate because that means that things like the Charlie Brown Christmas special songs, I didn't necessarily put high on my list, but I do love those songs. They're harder to sing and I'm not very good at piano. So the syncopation is really rough uh especially michael buble's version of it's a holly jolly christmas it's a fun song um and yeah it's upbeat it's faster than the christmas song
1: uh libby how you feeling about that uh
2: i don't love it um of the versions michael buble's is my favorite um it's definitely not my favorite christmas song i don't really like have it on my playlist and stuff by choice but that being said I don't really have like a nine or like an eight through ten that I really like. So I don't I don't care if it's on the list. It's fine with me. I'm a little sad that it's above the Christmas song, but I'll get over it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, in the spirit of making a collaborative list, I am too. However, I didn't know what everybody's feeling. So we're going to be on the Christmas song. Ah, but see. it's but
1: it's on the list. It is on the list. Um, Holly jolly Christmas, I do like. Um, I just feel like there's a problem where, like, there are a lot of Christmas songs that I would like if they didn't get beat into the ground every season. Um, and Holly jolly Christmas is one of those that, like, genuinely on the inside, I do like it. But I feel that it, it gets played out a lot. And I think some of uh, some of it is knowing that, like, I'm gonna hear that song every Christmas until I die. Cause it just it won't ever leave the canon.
0: Yeah, I guess that there would never be a nostalgia element to it. It is, no. it's always there.
1: Like it's it's fifty five years old now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's not a knock against it. I'm just saying, like it's not going to go away. It's not going to increase in in nostalgia or increase in memory. It's just going to be always present. So it's a good song. I'm glad it's on here. I have no issue with it being on here. Um, but I would rather it be this low simply for those reasons. You see, we're doing great on our list this time. Very Copa set. Oh,
2: but now it's me. It's true. I have number no 9 idea is going to fall put. to Livy. See, now I'm nervous because I don't know if I should just start sacrificing my placements or go with the ones I don't really care about and hope that we all agree on like the top 6. I think I'll sacrifice. Um, okay, my number 9 I'm going to skip the ones that I don't really care about and just go up to the next one that I like, which is I'll Be Home for Christmas. That's my number nine.
1: I'll Be Home for Christmas. Libby, tell us about that.
2: Again, not my favorite. I think what I don't like are the lyrics. (laughs) I don't care about the lyrics at all, but I like the song. I like the tune and the harmony. Um, So I enjoy listening to it if I tune out and don't pay attention to the words. I just could care less about the words, to be honest. I get that yeah i
0: right.
2: I think it's a little too sappy for me in the words department like you can count on me da, 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 I, I don't care, but um i like the I like the song itself hmm a-
0: Adam, I don't know order wise is the is there an order to rebuttals supposed on to other be. we haven't
1: really been following it we didn't follow it last time, so I just didn't try um, i don't i I mean I'll just go ahead and tell you, I don't care. I don't think I love I don't think I love this song very much, but I'm not gonna blow a veto on it either. I know um, Libby's, Libby's not the only person to like this song. It's had, you know, a hundred recordings. Um it's it's not it's not for me, but I, I can't do anything about it.
0: Yeah, you know, I I'm surprised that you don't have more of a complaint with, you know, during the year we've had twenty twenty that you would allow this song to be on the list, but you know. well, that's
1: a fair point hang on let me think about that let me think about the implications of going home I mean, for Christmas this year what, what are we suggesting sir I mean I'll stay home for Christmas yeah we just fixed I, it I mean, I'm back I'm good again I'm. it's fine how does that not know? exist yet hang on does that has to exist
0: brilliant Uh it's actually a part of Ariana Grande's Positions album
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, here's, a, wild here's a feature from the there.
1: Chicago Reader called we'll stay home for Christmas <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, you know, maybe maybe it was wrong to take position C. Maybe I should have been in position B, Livvy. You know,
1: because I you feel you cut like, out a little bit there. I didn't hear what that grand ultimatum was.
0: Oh no, I was just saying that maybe I should have been position B because Christmas song being eight or nine, you know, and then flipping the two we've got would have been better. But
2: yes, it um, would. Yes, it would. I
0: mean, you know, it's um, too
1: late. Set in stone.
0: no i i like it um i don't i don't know i generally other than like the christmas song i like things that are a little more upbeat but on the slow side of things i don't mind it um i think i would rather listen to it than i'll have a blue christmas without you um yes also is it wrong to always sing i'll have a blue christmas doing an elvis like thing
2: I mean, what other version of that song? I can't believe you guys People are disparaging listening.
1: my number one pick.
2: Get out of here! No, it's bad. I don't. I don't want to. I will quit the podcast. I'm
1: glad that here at number uh, nine, like eight and a half, we can be united on Blue Christmas not making it on. <laughs> <laughs> that just like, got a lot of drama for our Elvis listeners.
0: Uh, I mean, hey, Sarah's a huge Elvis fan. I'm a huge Elvis fan, and tying it back into Christmas. Uh, the first Christmas present I got her was the box set of Elvis movies. So
1: nice. All right, Seth, yeah. is I'll be home for Christmas, Stan? Yeah, it's Stan. All right. Well then, Libby, you got to pick a number eight. <clears throat>
2: oh my gosh. Oh. I I,
1: I know, do right? Don't you like
0: check out, close the list? You're like, <laughs> I did it. Time to move on.
2: Okay, I'm gonna keep going to try and get stuff that I want on here. On here. Um. And this is where it gets into the point where I just kept restacking these over and over again. Okay, um, next one. Number eight, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas.
1: Number eight? Tell us tell us a little bit about
0: why <laughs> it's beginning to look like Christmas. Um, I don't
2: know. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have great commentary for a lot of these. It's... Cause kind of like I mentioned earlier, like my love for Christmas music is just all nostalgia. Um, And this is just one of the songs that to me equals like driving around in the car when Christmas music was on, like it's just one of the songs that played and of, you know, the standard set of songs, it's one that I like as opposed to blue Christmas. That's on the standard song list that I do not like. So I, I don't know. I just kind of like all of these.
0: But uh, Adam, I'm, I don't know if you were planning on vetoing, but I'm going to veto this.
2: Wow. Okay. Well, and,
0: and Livy, feel, feel secure that the reason I'm vetoing is it was out of the two that I have left. It was in those two. And so I would like to see it a little bit higher in the list. Maybe not all the all right, way. Then, up to They don't talk
1: about it anymore. If it's gonna come back,
2: but, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, let's not. You know, somehow I don't. I don't know. Uh, we gotta. We gotta manage the spoilers and also assure people at the same time. Uh, so, all right. Uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Vetoed.
2: Right. Um, see, I'm struggling now. I want to reorder my whole list. Looking at it, I'm like, why did I put that <laughs> before that? So I'm really struggling. <laughs> um,
0: it doesn't help that your number two is all the way down at number eleven? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with what I had initially. Um, and I do have a little bit of commentary. So my new my new pick is it's the most wonderful time of the year. Similar reason to it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas and that it's just one of those songs that to me is like it just it plays on the radio when you're driving around at Christmas time and like when you're Christmas shopping and all that stuff is just one of these standard songs. Um, I think the reason that it's on the lower end of my list is that I don't think the melody is very interesting. So it has the nostalgia factor, but the actual song itself isn't great. So it gets pushed down.
0: See, and now like now I feel a little bit bad because this is one of the ones that I had to for myself think about, okay, is it better than something like Santa Baby? What? Yes, but is it that much better? Do I like? Do I have to have it on the list? And I was like, I don't think so. So
2: I, I, I was kind of wishy-washy with this one, but I just, but it's I, one that I do enjoy, so I it, it made my list.
0: Yeah, so I get it, but and that was that was really just a little bit of stalling to see what the curmudgeon, you know, will do now. <laughs>
1: Um, I like this song. It's kind of like you said. It's one that plays all the time, and so I, I kind of have that like, you know, it's it's like I said earlier. It's tough for me to get in the Christmassy spirit. So when I'm in the Christmassy spirit, I enjoy it a lot. When I'm not, it's like blah, one of these again. You know, it kind of in the same mm-hmm. way as like a Holly Jolly Christmas. Uh, these kind of these, those live in the same space for me, like emotionally, nostalgically, all all that um but it's fine yeah i got no issue with that it could stay at number eight do you go through a grinch
0: transformation every year
1: no i think it's just i don't i don't go out of my way to do Christmassy stuff i mean me I, I sound get... like a really sad person i guess i don't know <laughs> 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 i mean
2: i don't do Christmassy stuff i just sit in my house with my christmas tree
1: yeah like but like, i don't have a christmas get excited tree. about decorate. it being
2: christmas i do like to decorate if i go
1: home i still haven't decided if i go home for christmas this year i will feel christmasy when i get home when i see all the decorations and we have like the stuff that we do and things like that but like on my own by myself i don't decorate i don't listen to christmas music around the house like i don't engage with it that much and then like when i was working at dillard's and the christmas music became like a punishment that didn't help either (laughs) Yeah, I, think I was that, the
2: one punishing all of my coworkers when I worked yeah. in the kitchen and I would just blare Christmas music. So none of them wanted to listen and I was like, oh, December first, it's time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're moving on to number seven. It is my first pick on the list. And oh, I have no. some decisions to be made here.
0: You do. I mean, with only three picks.
1: By the way, I forgot to I forgot to explicitly say Seth used his only veto last round. Um, Seth has no more vetoes but he still has his veto override so he can block a veto from me or Livy. Yeah I'm going to go a little out of the box. I didn't know until today that I'd be picking this one. Um, I'm so
2: nervous. <laughs> you don't have to be nervous. It's going to be fun. I don't trust any of your picks based on the way you built this up.
1: Uh, this is
0: a little town of Bethlehem for number
2: 7.
1: <laughs> and at 4 and 1. <laughs> I will be selecting for number seven on the list. What's this from *The Nightmare Before Christmas*? Oh, interesting! What it
0: a, a, a poll! Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's like it's the only one not from the '50s on the list so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's kind of what I want to get on there. It's newer. I mean, at this point, it's what 27 years old. So it's not like it's not modern <laughs> at all. Um, it's as
0: old as I am.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I have not seen, I, I'm not like a huge fan of the Nightmare Before Christmas. I knew a guy in college who wore like a Nightmare Before Christmas jacket every single day. Um, like I'm not all the way into that. I haven't actually seen, I don't know if I've seen any other, well, this wasn't a Tim Burton movie. It's just got his name all over it. I think, um,
0: I was going to say, I thought it was a Tim Burton movie.
1: No, I think everybody thinks that.
2: Wait, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. It is. It has to be. No, it was directed it's by, by Henry Selleck. What?
1: He produced it, so it's also known as Tim Burton's *The Nightmare Before Christmas*, but he did not direct it.
2: Oh, but he did produce it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you Got were saying you. he wasn't associated with it at all. I was oh like, no, no,
1: I just that meant that I just meant no that he way. didn't. <laughs> no, I just meant he didn't direct it. Um, I don't think oh, I've seen that many other Tim that. Burton movies. I have not seen all like the claymation movies in that area. Um, in fact, I've only seen this movie once. Uh, my sister and I were flipping through TV wow. one day, and it was on TV, and we'd never seen it. It was close to the beginning, and then we were just captivated, and we watched the whole thing straight through. Um, we were amazed. It's a it's a very good movie. I wish I'd seen it again since then. Um, but the song, What's This?, it's when the the Halloween guy falls into the Christmas town, and he just, like... It's an outsider's perspective on, like, what is happening at Christmas time, Like, what is going on here? And I think in that way, especially for somebody who sometimes struggles getting into the Christmas spirit, I think being able to look at it from that outsider's eyes and being like, there's, like, snow and sparkling things and colorful lights and everyone's happy and, like, all this, you know, it's like it's talking about the trappings of Christmas without being inside of them. And to me, I just really connect with that. And I think it's super fun and it's a great song big fan i'll go first okay
2: um in terms of responding um selfishly i'm a little sad that this is taking a spot of one of the songs that i would (laughs) want to be on there but that being said uh it it never even occurred to me um to pick something from this movie and i actually do really like this song and i think it's a really good song to be on the list because it's interesting and different and it's a really good song so i wish it could be like number 11 but it's okay
1: (laughs) You're still, you're just gonna be bitter about the Christmas song all the way down, huh? I mean, well, a little I bit. I mean,
2: I'm a little bummed about that, but it's just, I'm just being selfish. I <laughs> I want my songs to be high. I mean,
1: I only get three picks, so I'm kind of shocked I, I went with this one, but it feels like a good place at seven. This might be the last time we can get like sort of an outside choice on here. Before, yeah, before it starts think... getting too hot and heated.
2: No, it's, it's a good song.
1: Uh, Seth, what do you think?
0: Um I have seen The Nightmare Before Christmas once. Um and I do not remember the song. <laughs> 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 and and what's even funnier is I remember watching it and you know maybe it's cuz Tim Burton didn't direct it, but it was kind of like, I don't know, I thought it was a little flat and everything. But mm. I will say that I played Kingdom Hearts relentlessly in my youth. Oh, and yeah. so the This is Halloween song, Mm -hmm. the like first four measures or eight measures, whatever it is before it repeats, that is drilled to my head like anything, which maybe is also what puts the damper on like the rest of the movie of like, oh, yeah, I've played through like a random bit of the story in a video game before, but uh, I can't do anything at number seven. So I'm happy for you to have (laughs) what you want at number seven. All
2: right. Uh, the yeah, the guy the who half.
1: directed it, Henry Selleck, he also directed James and the Giant Peach and Coraline. I thought and James
2: and the Giant Peach was Tim Burton too.
1: Nope, it was Henry Selleck.
2: They're basically the same person.
1: I don't think that's true. Uh James and the Giant Peach was produced by Tim Burton.
2: Okay, that makes me feel better. Again, this is
1: this is all all, all the both of these movies are after Batman, so if you just put his name on it, it'll make like a a mil, hundred million dollars at the box office cool. immediately.
2: And those are like the Tim Burton aesthetic that I have in my head is the claymation, yeah. creepy movies. So right, James and that's what he teach, just produced. Corpse those. Bride, and well, I don't well, know. I think Corpse Bride he actually did. He might, and have. I think it's actually that's like CGI and not a uh, claymation. But it no, it was
1: directed by well, it was directed by Mike Johnson and Tim Burton, but it was known as Tim Burton's Corpse Bride.
2: Everything is Tim Burton's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he produced
1: it, but he also got co-direct co-director credit on it. Gosh. All right. Uh, number six. Who's got number six again? Let's see. That'll be Seth. Seth. Sir. And as
0: alluded to early, we're going to go It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas.
2: Yay.
0: So not, you know, not much higher, but higher. And it was one of the last two songs that I had on my list. I wanted it, you know, so I did what I could to make sure that it happened. But Again, it's one of those ones that it's on and it feels great to sing along with, so. And it like I sing this all times of the year. And then Sarah gets mad at me. <laughs>
1: um, I just remember there's a comic strip of Calvin and Hobbes where he's like yelling it. Um, and his mom throws him out of the house and he's like, "Man, a novelty song's the first time, you think it'd be funny the 1000th time, too."
0: <laughs> um you know, I will say there is something similar to that that happens when i start singing random christmas songs during like the summer months of yeah. it always starts out as like humming and progressively just gets louder and louder <laughs>
2: so
0: but yeah what do you what do you guys think in at number 6
1: uh did i, well, did I do okay? talked about it didn't she were you done Libby? i think 6
2: is the perfect spot for this cuz oh, this no. is a perfectly middle of the road christmas song so i love this at 6
1: um i have no issue with it I don't, it's really not one of my favorites <laughs> out of probably out of all the songs on this list. This might be my least favorite song on the list so far, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just scared to use my vetoes, I, but I also would feel bad vetoing it here and it would probably just get played higher by either of you. So it, it would get, it would
0: yeah, get played I higher. Also, nah, I, have truthfully, the...
2: I would drop this song really before I played it higher. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's perfectly middle of the road. Like, It made my list, but it's just, it's incredibly neutral to me. Like, I like it Mm -hmm. almost purely for nostalgia. And that's the thing. I had to put the tops, my top stuff on the list, uh, things that are both, have the nostalgia element and I actually like the songs, which is why I'm sad about the Christmas song. Because the bottom, everything below, like, number five for me was just, like, purely nostalgia. (laughs) And that's what this one is.
1: Well, I'm not going to veto it. It's probably my least favorite one on the list so far. But I also don't hate it. It just doesn't do anything for me. So, all right. Uh, Beginning to look a lot like Christmas at number six. Uh, Now, since we're about halfway through, let me just run through the list really quick. and let you guys know what we have on here. At number 11, we have The Christmas Song. Number 10, A Holly Jolly Christmas. Number 9, I'll Be Home for Christmas number eight after a veto is it's the most wonderful time of the year number seven is what's this and number six is it's beginning to look a lot like christmas and we are here at the top half we got picks five through one remaining uh livy you have that fifth pick or number five pick
2: Oof. i only have two left and i trust seth but i don't trust adam
1: so i have to think wisely here no, trust uh, me. I've only made wise choices so far.
2: Well, I know I liked your number seven, but again, selfishly, if you put something like that in this top five, <laughs> like I would be really upset. <laughs> We've got to go classics here. I will be sad. Um, I do still have my number two spot, so I don't have to play like my favorite here. But
1: um, I'm worried. I feel like my favorite is going to get played before I get to play it, and that's what's worrying me.
2: I just, I really like everything I have left so much. I'm struggling to decide, like, what I could do without and what I should play here. Okay, I think I know what I'm going to play here. Um, Christmas time is here is my number five. Ooh. Okay. And um, the version of this that I know is from Charlie Brown. I, I'm sure there's others, but I feel like this was composed for Charlie Brown, unless I'm wrong. I'm 95% uh, but- sure it was i feel like it definitely was um but so like the reason i like this song
1: was other than yeah, i think most O-Tanam. of its originals
2: Bomb. yeah uh, yeah um the reason i like this song is because it's kind of sad sounding like it's very <laughs> happy <laughs> yeah. lyrics like christmas time is here something something cheer i can't remember but they're happy lyrics but and i haven't broken it down or even paid attention to it enough to know why it sounds sad but it i it just sounds kind of sad and I kind of love it. It's very just pretty. So, but that being said, I'm happy with it being number five. What do we think?
1: Um, I think it's hilarious that you specifically called it, it sounds sad because this (laughs) song shows up a lot of times in Arrested Development when the characters (laughs) are sad and they walk with like their heads and shoulders slumped all the way down like the Peanuts characters. It plays while they walk sadly. And so sometimes I will hear it and Laugh about Arrested Development, and sometimes I will hear it and realize it's Christmassy, and I can't control I don't which one ever it is. I'm to make that
2: connection. I do that for myself all the time. Whenever I hang my head and walk away, I'll go exactly. Yeah, it came on
1: in Groove House the other day, and I walked away like that and then just laughed at myself. I don't think anybody <laughs> got it, and it was on our Christmas playlist, so like I was, it had no connection to the actual <laughs> mood, but that was uh, <laughs> um, but as a Christmas song love it fantastic song it was also on my list i don't know exactly how high oh my yeah my, this five is about good for me um very yeah i'm very happy with this one this one's great i'm
0: i'm happy with this one as well
1: i prefer uh, the instrumental version i don't need the children singing um but that's just...
2: yeah the instrumental's better or people who have done um versions of it where it's not a children's chorus are right. also good Um, Because I do like the lyrics, but yeah, the children um, is not the version that I go to.
0: You know, what we need to do a draft of next is the like top five songs that you actually want to hear a child sing in.
1: (laughs) And we (laughs) just get five vetoes, right?
2: (laughs) I would just veto everything.
0: (laughs) Veto and then veto overrides. You can (laughs) really keep the slot blank.
1: Uh, all right, wait, Seth, did you talk about that one yet? Uh, I hate
0: to say it, but I don't have anything else to add. Like, it's a great song. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is wonderful, and the music from it is wonderful. So, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking of a lot of the Charlie Brown Christmas songs, even though, like, they are, I mean, if you're talking about nostalgia Christmas stuff, for me, that's it, but... I don't want to sing it, and what I was focused on was, like, what do I want to sing? You know? So, no, I think five is a great spot.
1: Good deal. Christmas time is here. Selected by Libby at number five. Gonna stay on the list. All right.
2: I'm so nervous about the rest of this. <laughs>
1: uh, Alright, at number four, it's me. I'm back up for my second and second-to-last pick in the draft for number four. Man, I gotta make some really tough choices here. Can
2: I whisper to you what you should pick? <laughs> um,
1: you can, but I will not. I make no promises on whether I count it or not.
0: Okay. What's funny here is I feel like Livy and I are like Livy has things she wants on the list still. I've only got one more thing that I need on the list, and you're the I one with the, the most next decisions so left.
1: Much. <laughs> yeah i saved both of my vetoes i really don't think i would have used them any lower but now it looks like i'm not going to need them maybe Um,
2: i want your spot so bad it makes me so mad that you got those vetoes that's why i
1: picked it i'm sorry um see livy's got a veto i'm ready i'm I'm trying to decide between two and they're kind of similar all right i got it at number four this is a little lower than i would want it but it's my second to last pick and number four, I will be picking Oh Holy Night. Um, um I really like O oh Holy Night. I enjoyed listening to it. Um part of what I have is that I feel like a lot of like the Christmas standards and a lot of that stuff is like overly sentimental and overly trite. But growing up in church all my life and being a religious person, I always found like some of the more religious Christmas songs to actually be quite affecting and actually be quite moving. Um, because I like the the weight that they carry more than some of like the sentimentality of the other Christmas songs. That just that connected to me better because of that. And so I had more hymns and more like carols on this list than maybe you guys did, just because those are the ones that I prefer. But when we're getting down to it, I kinda have like two of those hymns or carols like at the top and this is one of them. I think O Holy Nights Really nice song. I like the lyrics. Um, it's got some interesting harmonic stuff and melodic stuff that goes on through the song. Um, I, I just think it's a really good song, and it, it to me it connects better than a lot of the ones on the rest of the list because it's not just the sentimentality of Christmas time, and because it has more meaning to me than that.
0: Um, as I do not have a veto, um, I guess I'll go first, and that way Livy can fully mull her thoughts. uh i don't i don't have an issue with it i wasn't kind of like adam was alluding to i wasn't necessarily thinking hymns but i also didn't grow up where i went to church and like you go through the whole process of you know the week before christmas singing a lot of those christmas hymns and then the day of or christmas eve going to a service and singing through a lot of them and so
1: yeah pretty much every year of my life somebody would sing a solo of a holy night like on christmas eve
2: oh yeah it's the yearly christmas eve solo
1: yeah and it's not always good but i still like the song (laughs) um
0: out of the ones that they talk about now adam i want you to know i mean i feel really bad if you put little town of bethlehem at number one but (laughs) you know there are some songs that are like that which you know as far as a hymn goes, sure it's fine, but it's not what I'm like. I have to hear that one.
1: No, I agree. Uh, I think some of the I think some of the hymns are boring as well. Like Livy said, like on one of them, that's like the melody's less interesting. Um, what's weird about Christmas songs? And me, and my piano teacher would talk about this sometimes because I played a lot of stuff out of the hymnal. Is like Christmas music's the most interesting music in the hymnal. Like a lot of like it has the most chromatic chords. It has like the most interesting melodies. The most like leaps and weird voice leading and stuff like that. Um, At least in the hymnal that we used. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that all the Christmas songs are that interesting. It just means compared to the rest of the hymnal, they're kind of interesting. Uh,
0: Wow. I will say, now that we got on this topic, though, Adam, I I do feel like I missed out on one hymn that's, you know, more of a spiritual that, oh, I feel bad about that one.
1: Well, you do have one more pick.
0: Yeah, that one's not that one's not taking place of <laughs> what I'm putting at number three, but you know, although uh, maybe right, it is. Livvy.
1: You've got two vetoes. I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, Livy, it's come down to you. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, "Old Holy Night"?
2: So, of the Christmas hymns, there's some that I like a lot. There's some that I'm thoroughly neutral on, and there's a few that I do not like. And I do not like A Holy Night, and I'm going to veto it. All right. I'm sorry. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I'm fine with there being a hymn at spot four. I hope it's one that I like, but I do not like A Holy Night. Something about it just, not only do I not find it interesting, I just actively do not like it. <laughs>
1: all right. I don't know why. It
2: might be the yearly Christmas solo that has I mean, biased I me that. against I it. Because um, it can be really iffy, that yearly Christmas solo. All right. Um, all right I hear you.
0: And, and to think but, how yeah, many just department like store it. Christmas songs Adam let slide by, and now you would slight <laughs> he him, at four. him. He can go with another him.
2: He can go with another him. I just this one, I
1: don't. I. All right, Adam. I did so, have a little a bit of fan. like PTSD between like ten and six. Like it's just like <laughs> my eyes twitching. I'm thinking about selling sweaters again so adam which
0: uh spiritual would you like to select at
1: you don't you know, know i'm gonna replace four. it with a hymn no
0: when i say spiritual i'm specifically referring to one hymn
1: um i mean i only had. i all, i am gonna replace it with a hymn and it was this the one i was the, gonna decide beside and i between and i have no idea if it's the one you're thinking of
0: uh this one's typically swung then we are not thinking about. of the same
1: thing my friend <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know what it, that is, Seth. If you're talking about that telling, one, that one
1: stinks. All right. So, What are you talking about? You don't like telling people other things
0: from a mountaintop? So.
1: No, not at all. You know why?
2: Is that a Christmas song? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's the shepherds. Go tell them Oh, because the
2: it's Christ is born. Yeah. Oh.
1: Uh, in fact, if you <laughs> no. must know, at at a church that I was at when I was a kid, there was a ladies trio that would sing that every year on oh. Christmas Day. <laughs>
0: oh Lord, Adam, that that one oh. would get old. So we fast. had
1: we had the secretary sing a Holy Night" on Christmas Eve, and we had these three senior <gasps> adult ladies sing "Hotel on the Mountain" on Christmas morning. <laughs> if my That's parents listen to this, they know exactly who I'm talking about. They're gonna kick out of that. <laughs> Um no I will not be selecting Go Tell on the Mountain nice try, um, I I've even sung that as a spiritual like in choir in college and I didn't like that either, uh no at number four as a replacement I will be selecting Oh Kami Come Manuel.
2: ah uh, very good <laughs> okay
1: all right that's fine
2: um, do uh sing sing us a little bit
0: of that one I don't remember the melody off the top of my head so. well if
1: you must know it shares a melody with the U two song White as Snow off their 2009 album. But that's not why I picked it. I just want to clarify, you guys made fun of me earlier about picking a U2 song. That's not you what said happened. said
0: share as in like both were created at the same time? Uh, roundabouts, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or U2 um, just ripped it off.
1: No, I really, really like Ocum, Ocum manual I like that it's sort of like minor-ish. I like that it's sort of sad and kind of a downer. Uh, and then like it goes more major and more upbeat. When I guess like the rejoice, rejoice part. Um, that's really nice. I've heard some really cool versions of this. I think on like Sufjan's Christmas album, he did like three different versions of this and they're all pretty good. Like I said, I don't always like the ones that are really sentimental. Um, and this one just has more of a weight to it because it's so much like more in minor and so much more serious and sort of like a pleading song almost. Um, and for that reason, I think I think it is my favorite like hymn Christmas song it's it's in fact it's one of my favorite hymns just in general overall and so I'm glad to see it on the list and I'm happy with it at number four even
2: I think it's a great number four
1: I thought it was I thought Oh Holy Night was a little more Christmassy and you guys would have less issue with that I just got it backwards I guess nope.
2: get it out of here <laughs> alright
1: <laughs> no. well then I'm, I'm pleased with how that turned out I have no issue here
2: no, this is an S tier Christmas hymn this is great
1: alright nicely done
0: yep I'm, I'm happy for you buddy
1: uh, and at number three, Seth will be picking Go Tell it on the Mountain.
0: Man, and you know what? And we're, both of his vetoes. We'll be
2: receiving a
1: swift veto.
0: <laughs> you know, we, I don't think we talked about the possibility of do you, you know, with my veto override, can you sacrifice both vetoes to eliminate my veto
1: override? You can't override a veto against yourself. I should have clarified that.
0: I can't. I so can, if
2: he vetoes you, Seth, you can't override but that. But
0: if he if he vetoes you, Livy, I can override that yes. and yes. say no. That should be got and you. And
2: Adam, can you then veto it a second time? No. Okay. Right, because you only get the one chance. Per right. Turn.
1: Got you. Okay. Well, so I hmm. have I have the final power over what Seth picks. I can turn this down right here. Yeah. The number two so, spots a little <laughs> a little fishy.
0: <laughs> so. um I mean, it'll be sad if this one doesn't make it on here, seeing as I put it this high. Uh, We're going to go Christmas, baby, please come home. I don't think
1: I know this one.
0: Uh, They yell Christmas a lot. And then there's some like... like
2: You should listen to it real quick, Adam, just so you can... Decide if you want it on the list. Um, okay, I, I want to sway you either way. I just think you should make an informed decision.
1: uh Libby, that, That's
0: that sounds like you're not happy about this one.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not. All right, hold on. Be right back.
2: I should have let him keep a holy night. What have I done? I
0: I mean, if you don't like it, the chances that he likes it are not very high.
2: He may Is, love am it. Am I looking I for know. the Yule
1: log version? Oh, that's just for the the. No, There's a Michael
2: Buble version
0: Which version should I listen to? Darlene
1: Love or Michael Buble?
0: Michael Buble Or Mariah Carey One of those would be the appropriate version Oh I didn't
2: know Mariah had done it Wait
0: I mean it seems right in her upper alley of like
2: I haven't heard any version besides Michael (laughs) Buble
1: (laughs) Vito Yes
2: (laughs) Turns out I do know
1: that song (laughs) And you are a bad bad man
0: um all
1: right well Sorry, Seth.
2: <laughs> no
0: i mean hey this is a collaborative effort um and it, that's just one of the ones that like like i told you i built a list around what will i like to sing
1: um well, yeah
2: and you just you tend to like more pop music than we do and we just destroyed your choice
1: <laughs> now that i've had like that little little spark right there i had a little cue and now i remember more of it i definitely stand by that veto
0: I mean that's that's fine we will um go uh sleigh ride veto In the reason okay that is fine then you are locking in old lang syne <laughs> into the number three spot
2: Adam <laughs> can we have a little discussion before we go through with this No. <laughs> did you say no no <laughs> i just i want you to be aware of what you're doing it's kind of like last time i'm threatening you
1: i know exactly what i'm doing okay <laughs>
0: um so uh <laughs> Wait,
1: hold on. you picked old lane zine let me just write that sorry i had to write down all the things i just vetoed yeah uh, but, all right, talk uh, about old lane zine
0: Sl- the reason I was going to pick Slave Ride, though, is that was a band favorite growing up. So it's not even the, like, I want to hear Ella Fitzgerald sing it, although I do love hearing her sing it. It is, I just liked playing it. Also, there was one year where I came back to see my high school because my brothers were still in band. And the principal was playing the slap part at the end of it. And she missed her cue. And <laughs> it was just like, oh, <laughs> it's really, it's tough for you. But, you know, not everybody's meant to be the slapstick player, whatever that's called. Uh, but "Old Lang Syne, I feel like, is the ultimate, uh, I like to sing it, and it feels appropriate to sing at Christmas time. I don't necessarily want to hear it.
1: Isn't um, this technically but, a New Year's song, or is that just when we're supposed to sing it?
2: No, it's a New Year's song.
0: I mean, I could sing you the (laughs) the version that, like, has Christmas words on it that I sang with my fourth graders last year. I just didn't think it was very good. But, you know, it's about gathering together. It's a good song. I mean... Do I think it should be number three? No, but Adam vetoed the other two things that I thought could be number three.
2: But we have so many more options, Seth. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I
1: don't. I, I really don't mean to try to like take this away from Seth because I vetoed his other two back to back. But like,
0: are are we suggesting that it's
1: well? I think not... that Libby and I could open a, a commissioner review and discuss whether or not "Old Lang Syne" is a Christmas song
2: think it's hard to argue that it's not both, but I mean it's a it's a New Year's song.
1: I I, I always thought it was opinion. a New Year's song and if you heard it around Christmas I just assumed that it had been expanded to a holiday song. But I don't know I won't take I won't take a stand against it.
0: I need to go unless do some Louis quick research really feels like it, it doesn't what night of Hanukkah Christmas falls on. <laughs> And pick like dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I mean, i I think the actual song itself is New Year's, but people have adapted it to be Christmassy. No
0: i i would I would agree that it's a New Year's song. So, like, if that's what you guys want to say, as a collective veto, I will pick another song. Uh, now, after this, not, I will have to take some time to actually find another song that I want on the list and then take a
1: little time after that to kind of repair the fractures in our friendship
0: <laughs> so do I need to pick a new song because I am prepared I, I don't have anything against it
2: no it's okay I mean I'm fine with you I have an issue with Adam's second veto let that be a little bit of foreshadowing to you all
1: Livy. Yes. well hold on let's let's close out let's close out the Seth deal Seth, yeah, yeah. we're good with that go for it Okay. Yeah,
2: it's fine with me.
1: Livvy, you I, have the number two pick.
2: I do. Sleigh no, no, wait, I'm wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I have to say something. I need you to
1: trust me.
0: Oh, Adam, okay. did you say that you can hear those sleigh Adam, bells jingling? you
1: betray me. I need you to trust me. And I'm telling you that if you betray me, you might end up with Oh Holy Night, the number one pick.
2: Okay. Okay. Um... Everybody listening, if Slay Ride is not number one, you will never hear from me ever again. <laughs> this will, the will be podcast. the last episode of, of <laughs> yes. the podcast. Um, okay, cool. Well, this frees me up to include something that, because I've been sad that my next top, my next two haven't been on there and we're going to be left out really quick just as a side note so that i get to mention it my personal number two the well, one hard, that I hard hard. We, we could there, do discards though... at
1: the end we could do discards at the end
2: but i, w- I want to do it where it would go no talk <laughs> about it.
1: <now. laughs> wait till later draft but your number it two deserves
2: it deserves a mention at
1: number Ugh. two anyway
2: okay my actual number two um which one which one i'm gonna do white christmas is number two
1: all right tell us about that
2: well, I mean, the two that I was going back and forth with was White Christmas and then Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And I don't know, I just like White Christmas a little bit better. Again, it's kind of one of the slower ones that I actually really like. So I would have been fine if either of those were lower, but they're not, but I feel like one of them needs to be on there, so White Christmas it is.
0: You see, I wish I had remembered Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, that's
2: a good That one.
0: that would have been a good number 3.
2: Yeah, it would have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, um, for argument's sake, I think I had two surefire number threes.
1: Well, hang on. Let, let, <laughs> talk about the discords at the end. We got to talk about White Christmas. And we have to talk about the number one. Come on, finish strong, people. That,
2: that was everything for White Christmas for me. I just I like it. It's one of the nostalgia songs. I like that it's slow.
1: Yeah, um, White Christmas is not like my favorite, but it's it's nice. It's pleasant. For some reason, I feel like this one gets like saved more. Like it is in that obvious nostalgic bash that plays every year but like I feel like you're less likely to hear this at like the mall or something and you're well, more likely to hear it at end, the end of a Christmas movie
2: and it's also another one where it's kind of sad it's not really sad but it's kind of sad where it's like I'm dreaming of this stuff mm-hmm. and it's like please have snow and it's not like hey it's Christmas and everything right. is good it's, it's kind of melancholy which is another thing that I really like
1: that's
0: true. It's, it's got like, a nice yeah. harmonic palette, though.
2: No, it is. It's a really nice song. That's that's kind of, I think, why I like the slower songs is usually they're lyrically. Like, the melodies are really pleasant, and I think they have more room to do interesting stuff. Whereas Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is nice, but um, I don't know. I just don't find it as, like, interesting to listen to.
0: Yeah, I don't. I think, I think the only thing that I worry about with, like, slower songs is... Um, it's kind of like the Star Spangled Banner of people know the song a little too well, and then they feel ambitious and like, I should jazz this <laughs> up. And it's like, you should not do that. No. You should, it, the song was fine the way it was.
2: Again, I'm drafting the standard, the sheet music, and I like people that stick to that.
0: Yeah, like, I was classic, just bringing up. Like uh, Bing
2: Crosby or whoever it is that sings this. I like that.
0: Yeah, I was just bringing up that that's my frustration with slower standards. Is yeah, people are like, that's
2: very oh, true.
0: I've got some time while I hold this note. I could do an oh arpeggio.
2: Gosh. Oh, I wish I could think of what it is. There's There's a Christina Aguilera Christmas song that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to have to look it up and make y'all listen to it before we get off this episode because it is one of the craziest vocal performances I've ever heard.
1: Um, uh, Alright, all are right. we all happy with like Christmas? Yeah I'm happy. I mean, we don't have any I mean, vetoes I mean, are we satisfied it, with it, the discussion?
0: Yeah, speaking of, yes But okay. speaking of Adam Didn't we just say a second ago that you could only veto once around? Or
1: I couldn't veto something you override
0: Oh, okay. okay, I'm back
1: um, Yeah,
2: unfortunately that was within the rules What he did Yeah <laughs>
1: Alright, I have the number one pick and I'm glad I got the number one pick I'm glad I saved my two vetoes I'm glad I picked everything about the way that this went down and at number one, the greatest Christmas song of all time Should I wait? Should I, should I say the whole list first? I forget. <laughs> I should say the whole list first, shouldn't I? No,
0: no, no no. You've already built it up. No need for <laughs> the final ramp up
1: I wasn't saying that facetiously, I really meant should I read the whole list, but alright At number one, the best Christmas song of all time I will be selecting Slate Right.
2: I'm so glad that you like this song. That makes me very happy cuz it's my all-time number 1
1: favorite. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, like I like I've said many times, Christmas music not always for me, not always my favorite. I have a sort of cynical relationship with Christmas music. Uh, but sleigh rides fantastic. I enjoy it every single time I listen to it. Like I haven't heard a version of sleigh ride that I haven't had fun listening to yet. I don't think.
2: What's your go-to version though? Cuz I I don't have a go-to so version. I don't I don't listen is... to that much Christmas music, so well, I was going to say the Leroy Anderson band arrangement is the one for me, and I like it enough that I like all the other versions, like where they do have the words.
1: I'll have to look that like one the
2: Leroy up. An- the Leroy Anderson band version, it's where it then goes into like a little Dixie version of Slay Ride. Oh, I probably or wouldn't like that, scene. but we'll see.
1: Um, they played a version Bansy. yesterday at the showcase. We had like a Christmas music uh, playlist as people were coming in, and the one that was yesterday was the one that really got me thinking like, man, this song rules. Um, but I've yeah, heard like excellent. I've heard like high school bands play it. I've heard amateur bands play it, and it's fun then too. Like
2: it is, it's so good. It's just
1: great, and it's probably you know out of all the Christmas songs we've talked about today, it's probably the only one that gets me feeling warm and fuzzy every time I listen to it. Which for me, that's an achievement. Like that doesn't happen with Christmas music. Um, so Sleigh Ride had to be the absolute number one. It's why I saved all my vetoes even into like the top five was because I felt like somebody was going to play it too low and and rob me and apparently livy of what needed to be the top spot
2: (laughs) i would have never guessed that it was your number one that makes me very happy
1: um so there you have it we'll say
0: i am pleasantly surprised as well
1: uh do you guys have anything you wanted to add about sleigh ride uh i just
2: love it
0: i feel like i played it like every other year every year in band yeah um
1: my dad played tuba in high school. He was on trumpet, and then they said, nah, let's not do trumpet anymore, and switched him to tuba. Um, and he just talked about how much he enjoyed playing the tuba line for a sleigh ride. It's a good part. Yeah, so...
0: I mean, it's your pretty standard, like, march part, but...
1: Yeah, he, he didn't say it was particularly good. interesting. He just enjoyed playing it. <laughs> now, I Seth, will say... did you
2: play that version that had the little Dixie breakdown in the middle of it? No. Am I just making this up? Because I know no, no, you no, played no. the Leroy Anderson version, but I don't maybe think, someone had adapted it.
0: I don't think that's the version we did.
2: Okay, because I loved that. It was so fun. Because on saxophone, you got the little fun little Dixie melody. Oh, so fun. Um, it's really cheesy and a high school band, but I loved it dearly.
0: I'm trying to. I don't think we did. I think ours was.
2: It like just goes a little swung for a minute.
0: Maybe we did. It's um, so fun. Did uh, yours has the little part at the end where it's like the trumpet doing the horse noise?
2: I think everyone has that part. Okay. right? That's, <laughs> that's a that's a must.
0: I mean, I assume so.
2: And the years when they don't hit it, it's pretty amazing. It's like what oh. <laughs> at the very end.
0: <laughs> well and then you have some players that like really nail the like horse sound and you're like what at
2: it. <laughs> what are
0: you guys doing because you've never made like honor band or anything what are just, you, you doing you
2: can't play your part <laughs> but you can be a really good horse
0: um no I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with our list I think we all did a great job um uh, I, let, me, my...
1: let me run through the whole thing then we'll talk about yeah. our discards really quick at number eleven, Seth picked the Christmas song. At number ten, Seth picked a Holly Jolly Christmas. At number nine, Livy picked I'll Be Home for Christmas. At number eight, Livy picked It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, but was vetoed by Seth, so she went with It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. At number seven, Adam picked What's This? At number six, Seth picked It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. At number five, Livy selected Christmas Time is Here. Uh, Adam selected O Holy Night at number four and was vetoed by Livy <laughs> and was replaced with O Cummy Cummy Come Manuel. And <laughs> here it comes. At number three, Seth selected Christmas Baby Please Come Home, which was vetoed by Adam. It was replaced by Sleigh Ride, which was vetoed by Adam and was finally settled on to "Old Lang Syne, which we're not even sure is a Christmas song. At number two, <laughs> Livy uh, placed White Christmas and at number one was Sleigh Ride, as played by Adam. And there is your top 11 Christmas songs of all time as drafted by the theory behind it.
2: I was about to say, can we go through our favorite versions? But could we all like put out a um, playlist of this on our on Spotify and we'll just each pick the version of the one that we drafted that we like the most? Uh,
1: yeah, we can do that.
2: Because I do have opinions on the versions, even though I, I picked them regardless of version. I do have hard opinions on the versions of things I like.
1: Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, I'll get you guys to send that to me. We can make it happen. Uh, That would be fun. I'd have to listen to Christmas music, though, so that's the problem.
2: I can pick your versions for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. I'll do my own research. Well, one of my songs only has one version, so...
2: That is true. Actually, no. um, You mean, what's this? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, I'm just going to pick the movie version, like the real version.
2: There is, um, and there's like a Nightmare Before Christmas Goes Punk album where... um, Fallout Boy, I want to say, did a version of that, and I used to love it so awful. much. It kind of is, but at the same time, it's worth a listen. I bet that's, I bet that's
1: what that guy who always wore the Nightmare Before Christmas jacket was into, because he was a very punky individual. I, bet, I, I bet he knew that
0: album. Yeah. You see, Adam, I just feel like you were not as angsty as a teen as me and Livy were, and so you don't fully appreciate Fallout Boy the way that we would. But you know
2: Seth, I'm so intrigued in how angsty you were. (laughs) I can't imagine that. You're very upbeat now. (laughs) I was angsty, I just
1: did different stuff. I I started listening to music a little bit after like the whole pop punk explosion. So So what'd you guys have as your discards? What didn't make the list? Uh
0: I don't know what got rejected at number three. Although one made it to number one, so I guess Christmas baby,
1: please come home. Is that really your number like your number two Christmas song ever?
0: yeah i love singing that song wow Um,
2: okay so seth that's from the like 2018 michael puple album right
0: yeah that's that's from like the more recent one but i could
2: i was gonna say i love that album
0: yeah but
2: i feel like i
1: heard that song last week definitely oh this is awful
2: no i like that album and i like that song a lot my favorite song from that album seth is cold december night do you know that one off the top of your head
0: no oh but i
2: that's my favorite one on that album Here you go, Adam. I can't hear anything.
1: <laughs> Oh, you can't hear it. No, it cuts oh, out. Then... It cuts out if you're not talking or making enough noise. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, Adam. There's gonna be a wonderful 15 seconds for you where what? you two is singing "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home." You two? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know they were the first band to pop up when I typed in "Baby, Please Come Home."
1: <laughs> wow, what year?
2: I have not heard that.
0: Uh, I don't know. But early 2000s, um, probably. I don't. Can I even find that information out on Spotify? Yeah, if you go
2: to the album.
1: Oh, uh, if, you, if you just Google it, you get Mariah Carey and then Darlene Love. Oh, 2004. Okay, they recorded in 2004.
0: Oh, but the Lumineers did a version. Now I'm,
1: now oh, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, okay. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> How many people have done this song and I've only heard Michael Lee
1: I just want you to I know just, that know the- it was written by a murderer. Oh. Wait, what did Phil Spector <laughs> go to jail? What did Phil Spectre go to jail for? I don't wanna slander the man who's already in prison.
2: I don't know anything about Phil Spector. Uh while he's
0: looking up that, um, the only one that I had on my list that didn't make it up there was Winter Wonderland. Um, it was one of my like second tier ones though, that it's better than Santa Baby and I would listen to it if it came on. But I don't know that I actively sing it all the time like randomly during the year so it just wasn't one of my top ones that like had to be on the list but if you guys put it on there i wasn't going to be upset so how do you guys feel about winter wonderland
2: Eh. Eh. it wasn't even on my radar to be honest it's a little too corny
0: so so i mean i get that so the question livy would are you happier with old lang syne at three or would you have rather winter wonderland (laughs)
2: No, I'm happier with Obling Sign. Because even though it's not a Christmas song that I listen to, it's a nice song.
0: Uh, I mean, this again goes back to me loving pentatonic melodies, and that's what it is, so...
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nice. It wouldn't have been my number three, or honestly, even on my list. But like when you played it, I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. My my uh, number two that Adam deterred me from talking about was uh, O Tannenbaum on the Charlie Brown album.
1: Nice. Mm. Yeah.
2: And I didn't play it because I don't like any of the versions where they actually sing um, (laughs) O Tannenbaum or O Christmas Tree. I only want the Vince Guaraldi piano version. Because I love when it gets a little, it like goes through the classic melody and then it gets a little upbeat. Yeah. And it's totally his adaptation of it. So it's not like playing. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing on that album. Also, on that album, though, that easily would have been on my list if we were playing like versions of things is the little skating melody.
0: I mean that's good. How do you feel about the Linus and Lucy?
1: That's just like piano
2: runs
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: how do you feel about Minus and Lucy? The da da da.
2: Also great. Have y'all heard the Anderson Pac version of that?
0: No, I didn't know. He did a Spotify
2: single version of that and it's really good.
0: Oh. May have to check that out while I drive over to the church to play Joseph. Uh, yeah, Phil Spector killed
1: the Beatles career, career and then a young actress in his home in 2003. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was a record and music producer. He worked with like the Ronettes. I think he got the Ronettes started. He invented this thing called like Wall of Sound, which is his particular mixing and, and uh, production technique that th- he used a lot on the Beatles' last album, Let It Be. And the reason that they came out with Let It Be Naked like the 2000 version that McCartney remixed is because he hated the wall of sound technique and he wanted to take it out of the album. But they were fighting <laughs> so much during the recording and production that, that like Spectre just went ahead and did his own thing and none of the Beatles were really around to stop him. Uh, and then they also weren't around in 2003 to stop him from murdering young Lana Clarkson. So,
0: I mean, you know, I expect a lot out of Paul McCartney, but... I guess he can't do everything, can Stopping he? Stopping
1: a murder in a Malibu <laughs> <laughs> like Beach House in 2000 wasn't really on his on his radar. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, as far as my discards go, I don't have a ton. Uh, I had the Christmas song, so like I I kind of started with like okay, here's the four that I actually like and want and those are the four that I talked about. Um, after that, I started just trying to like branch out a little bit to make sure I had options in case of a veto or something else got played earlier. What Child Is This was also on there just because I love the melody so much. It's just really interesting to listen to. Um, Silent Night is on there because I, I mean, it's very simple, but I also think it's really...
2: Silent Night is one of the hymns that I really like.
1: Yeah, that is good. And especially when you get like a group of people singing it, like just something about that, man.
2: That's how we end our Christmas Eve service is we do candlelight and... We do that. Yep, exactly. In the last, in the last verse, we do unaccompanied. It's lovely. Exactly.
1: Yep, that sort of deal. Um, I got what's this on there? Uh, the Christmas song I picked, just like I said, I was looking for options. I like Nat King Cole. And finally, the last one I had on my discards list was "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," um, which
2: that's a good one. I feel like that narrowly got left off my list.
1: Well. I have a weird relationship to it because I find it incredibly annoying, but also like it's the most nostalgic of those that we kind of talked about where like they're everywhere and they're kind of annoying, but you're going to hear them until you die. I could,
2: have switched, I could have switched that out with anything like number five or down for me. Uh uh-huh. Just because even though I like all the songs I put on there, any of them that have that nostalgia factor, I'm fine being on the list. And that one you're right is one of the like most Christmassy Christmas right so
1: like I find it annoying and it's definitely way too played and it's everywhere but like it still works for me for whatever it is like it gets my nerves and I feel it and I'm like ah yeah Christmas
0: but you agree it's better than something like Santa baby right
1: Oh absolutely I, I, yeah, If you so if that, somebody tried to play Santa Baby It would have put me in a really <laughs> tough spot
2: If someone had played Santa Baby or Baby It's Cold Outside I would have thrown a fit
1: Yeah, that'd It's be just because you're a millennial
0: trying to cancel
2: I it's, have never liked that It's also <laughs> song, just not that not good even a yeah,
1: child. Like it's, it's just not a good song also You
0: see I just remember last year When uh, people were starting to get up in arms about it And Sarah was telling me, me about it And I was like I don't know that song and then she played it, and I was like, "Really? Are we going to be upset if this goes away?"
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is
2: not
0: society. She might be lost. close, so I shouldn't say things like that too loud.
1: <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's the draft.
2: I'm very pleased.
1: I think that turned out really, really well.
0: We did. We collaborated a lot more this time, guys.
1: Yeah, that's a good teamwork. So,
0: all right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.
1: Merry
2: Christmas. Bye, everybody.